Are we ready to roll? Like, action? Uh, ready to go. Yeah. All right, welcome back uh, to another dimension. My name is Quinn Cleese. I'm Trask Lenoble. This is Bill Stolfus. Um, Hello. Bill's our special guest today. Extra special, I yeah, think. Yeah, right. Um, first guest. First guest. <laughs> Uh, it, it, where do you go from here? Only up. It's got, it, can only, <laughs> it can only get better from here. Um, brief introduction to Bill. Uh, we've known each other, worked together eight, ten years, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And um, Bill's our insurance agent. And in the first episode, we talked about the importance uh, to me, to us, um, of partnerships, and whether it's a vendor or customer, and our relationship with, with Bill um, and bills with Johnson Financial Group, Johnson Insurance, um, is is extremely important. We'll get into you know how that partnership has worked for both of us. We had an example today of of uh, a benefit uh, mm-hmm. versus you know jumping around or um, just having a strong relationship. It's important. Yeah. So Bill's been in the insurance industry for about 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Time flies. I'm not supposed to be that old, right? <laughs> None of us are, I guess. But. And you are the VP of? Yep. So the way we're structured, I'm a VP within um, Johnson Financial Group on the insurance side. And then I am also the, um, the team leader for what we call our transportation practice or our transportation group. Do you only do transportation? No. Okay. Um, that is the focus area. I would say it's primary focus for probably the last 10 years, <clears throat> strong focus for the last 15. Um, early on in my career, I actually um, focused on nursing homes hmm. and long-term care. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, it's just the, the transportation thing's been a really good fit. The, the, the type of people, the, the group of people that you meet, um, likes, interests, whatever, it's, yeah. it's just worked out really well for me. All right. Um, Why'd you choose to get into insurance? Well, I don't know if anyone chooses insurance. Yeah. It maybe just, you know. Happens. It, it just happens. Um, I mean, the, the long or short story behind that is... Um, you know, graduated from UW Oshkosh with a degree in urban and regional studies. Um, a lot of people have asked me what, what is that. that? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know either. Okay. Um, no, at the time it would have been to work for like a like a city, a municipality, city planning. Yep, city right. planning, something like that. Um, you know, possibly go on to school if you wanted to get into city administration or um, civil engineering or something like that. I had no interest in additional schooling. Right, I wanted to get out and make money. <laughs> like enough is enough. Um, let's get into the working world. And um, you know, at the time, twenty years ago was was different than than now. Um, uh, I think the general feel is there are jobs out there now, right? Um, yeah. They may or may not be in your field, but um, you know, but there's stuff out there. It, it was a little different back then, and there was some stuff going on with municipalities that um, they were losing some funding and stuff. And so, like the jobs I was competing for out of school were against maybe people from other municipalities that had lost their their job. Um, so I ended up going to my old uh, high school basketball coach who had an insurance agency and said you know, hey, do you have anything? And um, very appreciative to him that he gave me the opportunity really to spend probably a year, year and a half just learning <laughs> and, and helping out um, while I was collecting a paycheck. Although it was not much of a paycheck, yeah. it was, you know, at that time, um, 
I didn't have, you know, much need for, you know, you needed uh, a roof over your head and a little bit of beer money on yep, the weekend right, and, yeah, right. and you were good to go. So, um, so that's how this whole thing really started. Pretty cool. interesting. Yeah, that's fun. Um, kind of shows you the value of a, an old relationship ship for you too, that how you got started. So you never know. I mean, right. Like we think we all tell our kids, like you never know who's watching and who's, you know, um, right. Who you're, we're making Don't burn the bridge. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do it right. You yeah. never know yeah. who you're going to need later on. So, yeah. So before we dive into insurance, how are we going to make insurance fun? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're going to need one of your stellar jokes. So right, come yeah. up with something. something. All right. So, uh, words of the day. Yeah. You want to handle them or you want me to? I can do them. All right. Cool. So the first one is local yokel. Bill, do you know what a local mm-hmm. yokel is? Well, it probably would refer to a police officer. A city police officer. Okay. That's pretty Nice good. work. Yeah. And the other one is uh, a travel agent oh. in trucking, Terms. in the trucking world. Any idea? That, that one you got me on. Taylor? Logistics, maybe? Kind of. Getting warmer. Yeah. Broker. Dispatcher. Dispatcher. Yep. Um, gives you your plans, gives you your travel plans, so... Uh, travel agent in the trucking world is uh, there's good travel agent. agents and there's crappy travel agents. That's right. That's right. So, like I said, we like to do those every week. It helps out. It's kind of fun. Um, terminology we use every day. Um, maybe you guys can benefit from or yep. learn from. So, before uh, <clears throat> we get too far in, we have to do a shout out. Who do we got to shout out? So we have a fan. Uh, his name is Nettie. Nettie and. and uh, <laughs> He, I saw him on Saturday. Is this our first shout out? This is our, I think it's our first shout out. And uh, Nettie's like, hey, you got to talk about me on the thing. And I need, on the the podcast. (laughs) And I want to win some apparel. I want to meet Nettie. Uh, Yeah. Um, So Nettie, now that um, your show from LA featuring those girls is uh, off the air. He was, he was, he was into the Kardashians. So Uh. Nettie, now that they're done. Um. You're Maybe stuck we with can us. be your guys. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's segue. Want to tell a story, Bill? You got a horror story, or you could tell the story that we just went, you and I just went through with our part of our renewal. Well, um, yeah, I think, you know, as far as that and, and, and part of your insurance renewal um, really just aids to, like, kind of what you were saying before um, and, and the relationship that you have um, with. Uh, with your clients and and with your vendors, right? Mm-hmm. And um, maybe not to get too specific into the details, but you know, kind of a situation where last year around this time, um, Quick Transport was going through some changes, uh, going through an acquisition, um, you know, and sharing that with your with your business partners. Um, you know, kind of allows you to uh, allows them to help you. You have we have the same common interests, right? Right. And that's the success of Quick Transport. And when Quick Transport is doing well, Bill Johnson Insurance, um, Great West Casualty, we're we're doing well with you. So, um, you know, I guess that just it just goes to show you you need to pick the right people around you. Um, so in our situation, we we've got multiple policies um, that Bill writes. And one of them, it's our umbrella. We can talk mm-hmm. about it. it. It came up for renewal. And since we had the growth, we knew we were going to have an increase. Um, there was some, Bill, Bill put it out for quote. Uh, for the people that are listening, should we divine what an umbrella is? 
I mean, some people might not know what yeah, that is. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be good for Bill. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of confusion around that, yep. too. I get a lot of people that say, hey, I have an umbrella. Well, yep. that that's just a catch-all for everything. Mm-hmm. I have one, too, in the back of my car. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's not the case. In an umbrella or an excess policy, they are two different things. But basically, they add a layer um, of liability coverage or a layer over your liability coverages. Okay. So depending on how that's done and written and if done properly, if you look at any of your liability or sometimes you'll hear people say casualty lines, um, so that could be workers' compensation, um, general liability, which would include like premise, slip, trip, and fall, things of that nature. Um, for a trucking company, it also includes when your drivers are out and about out in the field, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when they're at customers' locations. And then lastly, for a motor carrier, the big one would be your business auto, right? So the um, FMCSA requires you have 750000 in coverage. Um, everybody... Uh, typically chooses to carry a million because yep. the price between 750 and a million is really um, no different. And then um, some motor carriers, we urge all of them to, but some like Quick choose to then have additional layer on top of that to provide protection for the company and for for others. Right. Okay. Um, and so the issue with ours was that we we grew, and long story short, at the end of the day, Bill saved us about $10,000 for next year. So, um, and that's just on one policy that it was, it was huge. And I don't think we wouldn't have gotten that if we wouldn't have had this relationship or, Mm -hmm. you know, if we would have taken our, our, our policy out to market, um, and been transactional with it. If I wouldn't have been on this podcast, like I would have been more nervous that. So now (laughs) I'm like, okay, we really got to come through. We got to get this waived for the guys. Right. I don't want to talk about the, uh, (laughs) 10 G's is your retainer or what? (laughs) But I, to Quinn's point, you know, you know, the relationships that you really, you know, the people you really like working with, the, um, um, the relationships that really work and you try and look out for, um, you know, for all your clients, right? I mean, that's the goal is to fill your book of business mm-hmm. with people you enjoy working with yeah. and work well with together. Okay. Let's do a story. Is yeah, another story? story about what? I don't know. Is there any, is there any horror stories that you got, Bill? Like, actually, we just talked about one. Knowing your policy. How about that? Like your book of business or the meat of your business is a 10 truck to 100 truck operation, right? Absolutely. Once you get over 10 trucks, you and correct me if I'm wrong here, you have the opportunity opportunity to go on a reporter. Is it generalizing here? Yep. What's a reporter? So a reporting policy and different companies do it differently. But basically um, the insurance company will you know, generate your premium. So based on, let's say, 15 trucks and 48 trailers and, you know, here's what we think your premium should be. And then they will divide that out by um, either your revenue or your mileage. And then you pay as you go, right? So if one month I run 100,000 miles and the next month I run 200,000 miles, I'm paying a different premium each month. Yep, per the Uh, risk. The the beauty with the way, like, you guys are set up is that is a... um, it's kind of a, a all-encompassing policy where um, we're just agreeing to to cover that, and then you report that stuff as you go, and you don't have to. There's not as much concern that, um, hey, I bought a trailer last week and I didn't get it reported on the insurance policy. Because I think one thing that we all know is, you know, trucking companies, you you want to get the work done, and you're going to yeah. find whatever way you can to get that that work done. Yeah. Um, but you never have necessarily. One truck, one trailer, one driver. 
right? right. You need a bunch of different stuff for what you're doing. Yep. Um, so we want to make sure that you have a policy that, that can handle those fast changes that you're going through. And it's important to know what your policy, how it's written, because, okay, that's for us. So you're not concerned if I buy a new trailer and and don't tell you about it. Um, But let's say you have six trucks and you, every single piece of equipment's listed on that policy and you miss one. Right. um, Something happens. Total it out. Mm -hmm. Bill was just looking at a, you know, a, a potential customer and they had this situation. Right. And so what happens then? Well, there's no coverage, and that's um, you know that's one of the advantages of a quick transport, and you know the things that that you guys do because then you have an insurance company that's saying, hey, this is a good motor carrier. We've we've looked into these guys. We've we've done our mm-hmm. loss control. We've done our homework, and then you're able to get um, policies that that cover these kinds of things, right? It's also a benefit for your customers when you guys are financially able to you know be whole on all of your equipment, yep. all of your trailers, everything like that. So not everybody, um, not every insurance policy is built the same way, and not every trucking company is able to get that same type of coverage, right? And then once you get to a certain size, you can get into captive and all. There's all other kinds of stuff. I don't think we really need to get into that. Um, but uh, it's important to know what your policy um, covers and if it excludes anything or whatever. Absolutely. Um, you pay a lot of money for this stuff. It's not the most fun thing. You can't pull it off the shelf and, and mm-hmm. use it. You know, it, there's there's and, and insurance is one that... Um, you know, again, you spend a lot of money on this stuff. You need to have a good, solid understanding of exactly what right. you have. Yeah. So, I mean, relationships are extremely important. But I can tell you that if the relationship is good and it's extremely difficult for whether one party or the other, whether it be Johnson Insurance or Quick Transport, it's probably not going to work out as smoothly as it did. So, how do you, Bill, at Johnson Insurance or even yourself, know or what do you do to help make it easier for your prospective clients to? Sure. Um, Gain insurance, I guess. Is that the right word? Gain? Get? Yeah, it's, well, in insurance is one, and and over the last 20 years, I would say the change that I've seen in maybe the last, um, you know, three to five, but it's just continuing to grow, is that getting insurance is not a guarantee, right? (laughs) The thought is um, all the time, like, you know, whether I'm a one-truck guy or a 20-truck guy, like, hey, this is, you know, somebody's going to want me, right? Like if I'm the 20 truck guy and I'm paying all this money in insurance, you know, well, someone's going to want me. Uh, There's a lot of risk when it comes to insurance. Um, And overall, um, you know, trucking rates, uh, trucking insurance rates have been going up. The reason for that is it's been 10 years since the insurance industry has made any money on commercial auto. (laughs) Um, Most of that you know, I don't necessarily have the st- statistics on frequency, but things that I've seen, I do not believe we're looking at a frequency issue. It is a severity issue, and what everyone does talk about is the nuclear verdicts. Right. Yep. Right. Um, Explain a nuclear verdict for us. Sure. So, some of the big carriers that have gone through these kinds of things, I know Werner got popped with a couple, um, and they're very public um, out there, but you're talking 50, 60, 80 million dollar yeah. verdicts. Settlements. Yeah. Settlements. Right. And what happens is <clears throat> it's not the uh, you know, five thousand dollar deer hits and the you know twenty thousand dollar fender benders that cause insurance to go up. Yep. It's stuff like this because at the end of the day, we're all working back towards the same reinsurance yep. area, right? So insurance companies only maintain so much of that risk themselves. 
and then it's spread out amongst the people or the, it the goes, carriers. Or. It goes to reinsurance. So yep. the insurance companies, they want to limit their risk as well. Or the big motor carriers yep. that maybe are even self-insured want to limit you know, their exposure. Yep. And so then that hits this reinsurance market um, you know, to the tune of 50, 60, 80 million dollars. That's a humongous impact. Yeah. And, and we've seen multiple of those um, over the years. And then a lot of things too that, you know, candidly 10, 15 years ago were $20,000 claims that are now $100,000 claims. Right. What's um, an example of that? I would assume not being in the insurance world, but I mean, the cost of everything's gone up. A fender bender probably went from five to 10, depending on severity. Yeah. But I would assume that a $20,000 doctor or chiropractor bill or something like that is probably now 60 to 80 to 100, like you said. Exactly. Yeah. It's really on the medical side. Yep. Yep. We're not doctors. Professionals? <laughs> They're professionals, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Professional doctors. When, when we go for renewal, mm -hmm. what does the insurance carrier look for? Should we back that up and say, if you're a new carrier, should we start there? Yeah. And then work to renewal? Sure. Sure. Like, if you're a new carrier, what, what should I have or what should I... remember I... when I was a new carrier... You didn't even talk to insurance. <laughs> you, you, you had a you had a truck before you even had a plan. Remember? Well, I get in a lot of other people. Yeah. <laughs> so you you've got to get the insurance. Obviously, you got to get authority. I think you have to have insurance before you can get your authority, right? Yeah. It's kind of a chicken and the egg thing. So the insurance filing is done electronically. You know the balance. that's your MCS one fifty, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, MCS ninety which would then be MCS 150. So there's a filing, and then there's what's the paper copy okay. that you have. All right. um, but you need to have a truck to get an insurance quote, right? We can't quote, hey, this guy wants his authority. Nope. Okay, we'll yeah. quote you. Well, what do you have, <laughs> right? right? Um, well, Been there. Right. So it, it is a bit of a, of a chicken and the egg thing because uh, especially the way rates are now, um, there's not a lot of insurance companies that want new authorities. Um, Great West has a program. Progressive will do anything for a price. Um, Acuity. But you can be, you can be, and it depends on what radius you're going. So, like, if you're a new a new authority and you're willing to start out at a shorter radius, then there's a number of options in like regional carriers like the Acuities and West Bends and Securas. And when you say Integrity. radius, radius from home, your travel, yeah. your service area, 500 miles, or if you can stay miles. 300 miles or something, most of those carriers, even if you're a new authority and you have experience and you're of age and. Oh, so, um, so what is a, what is a risk of? Now, I, people have done this, I, I guarantee you, and I'm sure you've dealt with something like this. Hey, I, I want the 500-mile radius plan. Mm -hmm. What's the risk of someone being on that plan and then going outside of that radius? For instance, like if we were on a 500-mile radius, like from where we're at, Kekona, Wisconsin, probably the northern side of Kentucky, I would say. Probably. A little bit before that. Out in Iowa. Out in Iowa, Michigan, mm -hmm. yep. that kind of thing. But what happens if we were on that? We aren't, but... And we took a load to Florida and something sure. happened. What, what does that look like in, from the carrier side of things? Sure. So there's no magic line where insurance coverage stops, right? Okay. It's, it's really for rating purposes. Um, but what there is and what people don't realize, um, you know, when you're a motor carrier, I can get a lot of information about you. Um, without you knowing. Without it. you knowing, right? <laughs> you have a filing. You you have a financial responsibility filing. You have public information that's out there. And your insurance company can get that same information anytime you're inspected, um, anytime you have a violation. Um, so 
can you maybe get by with that for a year? Sure. But at your renewal, um, and this is one of the things we'd kind of mentioned before and, and kind of started talking about now with, you know, you know what you should expect as a motor carrier and with your insurance renewals. If you don't know what your cab report is, um, then you should ask your current agent, what, what is that? Um, that's the first thing that an insurance underwriter is going to pull, pull up on your renewal. You know what a cab report is? I have a note to ask what it is. Credit <laughs> something bureau, I don't know. Central Analysis Bureau. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, I'll be honest, I didn't know exactly what it stood for either. <laughs> Did you Google, so you made me look sure. bad. <laughs> but for you guys, you know, you guys know what your safer scores are. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're, you're active and safer. Yep. Um, cab basically takes what's in safer and it makes it in a, in a more easy, easy format for insurance underwriters to look at and try and be able to figure out what you're doing as a motor carrier. Okay. Um, so you're going to be able to, again, see where inspections are, see their insurance history, um, see what they're doing. And that's where you could run into a risk if you said, hey, we're doing 500 miles. Now we've got inspections in Florida. 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 <laughs> and this happens all the time. Now we've got to explain why that why that happened, right? right? Yeah. And you could... Um, you know, you could potentially be non-renewed because you're outside of their their scope of operations, the insurance sure. companies. Yeah. All right. So that covers new insurance. Yeah. For new entry. Yeah. Let's talk about renewal. Run run through renewal renewal process. We obviously you just said pull the cab. Um, lost, safety scores, lost safety, runs, lost runs from the previous year or years. Yeah. Well, and so one of the things, even to take a step back, and I was, um, I should have done this earlier, but um, giving a shout out to Renee Funk. Yeah. Um, that's a resource within our agency that you guys have used before, and that has been an absolute game changer for us. Um, She's helped numerous times. So Renee is a Johnson Insurance employee. She worked with. Um, the Department of Transportation, uh, excuse me, the Wisconsin State Patrol um, for, I believe, about 13 years and was a supervisor for some time. But she did um, everything from new entrance, uh, new entrant audits she did ours. to um, compliance audits to she yeah. did a mock DOT Sca- for us. Scale inspections. Scale inspections, you know? the whole work. And I, th- yeah. I, you know, I have a number of clients that said, yeah, she did our new entrant. Yeah. Um, and then now here she is on on the side of good, It's right? a tremendous resource. <laughs> yeah, I it's mean, huge. Not too many agencies will have that. Well, it's well, basically like the, the other side of the realm, that insurance and, you know, the carriers yeah. in between, and then you got the DOT and insurance, and now Johnson has both sides on one, and that can yes. really help them. We can call her up and say, hey, Renee, um, we've got this issue yep. or this question, yep. and, and she's been there, done that. She wrote tickets for yep. the, you know, right. citations. So... It's as you said, game changer. Like we, yes. she's helped us data queue some things and things she, like that. Came in and done a yeah. safety meeting. Yeah, she for did us, a safety meeting know? for so, us. Um, yeah, tremendous resource. And uh, again, the power of relationships and, and who you're partnering with. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and that's something as an agency, um, you know, at this time, and and I think for the foreseeable future, that's something we've made a decision. We don't charge for the services that she's doing. There are other agencies that are charging for mm-hmm. that. The belief is we're partnered in this together, right? And if she's helping you win, our jobs are easier. And being right. able to place your coverage, yep. you get good renewals, you have you know the best pricing that's out there, and we're we're winning together. Right. Um, so she's been an, an absolute um, fantastic resource for us. Um, kind of piggyback, piggybacking on that, and, and going back to your original question about what kind of what to expect for the renewal. Um, 
I know COVID's a little, you know, a little different, and some people have been on all sides of that. But you know, really, we always try and do a face-to-face pre-renewal meeting. Yep. That's really more important than the actual renewal meeting. The renewal meeting is really here's the price. But if you've had the take right it, take it or leave it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come <laughs> and check. But if you've had the right conversation with your agent and you're, you know, he's understanding your business. You've had a Renee working with them throughout the year doing the right things, mm-hmm. and you're making a marketing strategy for the renewal. And I'm understanding what your growth plans are, what your, you know, if your operations have changed, things like that. Um, that's really that's the importance of that pre-renewal meeting and reviewing things like your cab, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, the underwriter is going to be looking at this pre, you know. Um, proactively, what can I tell them? You know, okay, right. we've had some, uh, we had a big hours of service violation. Well, here's why, yeah. right? This is what happened. And we, I think we've done that, not with hours of service, but even yeah. like, I think last year's renewal, we talked about, it's not like you just walk in the door and say, hey, this is what it's going to cost. There's, you help us through it. No, there are places that do that. I mean, I mean, you know, we get calls every day for, Insurance. Hey, you're you're coming up for renewal. We want to quote you. Well, where are you? Well, we're in Iowa. And that you know doesn't really trip or trip. Well, we can save you this money. That that's great. But you know, when push comes to shove, are you can be there to back us. Yep. So. Yeah, and I think the other thing. You are know, you going to be on our podcast? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to be on our podcast? Because yeah. that is huge. The first and only guest willing. Yeah. <laughs> um, only can go up from here. You can only go up from here. <laughs> um, but but with that said, right, like we're working, so at, at Johnson Insurance, we have roughly about 300 trucking clients, um, most all of them in the state of Wisconsin. Um, you know, so we're connected with what's going on in the state mm-hmm. and, and what other people are doing. Now, that doesn't mean sharing work product, right? Yeah. But if you're talking with people about, you know, here's how we're handling, you know, personal conveyance on... It's a huge resource. right. That's something, you know, hey, I talked to these guys and, and this is what they're doing. What yep. do you think? Or, you know, hey, we've, you know, we went to Sam Sarah, not to, yeah. not to plug anyone, yeah. but, you know, yeah. when you're out and about, other people are asking those yep. same things, right? And people are willing to maybe have those conversations with me as their agent that you as competitors, you don't always mm-hmm. have as big of a network that Right. Way. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, we've got a lot of relationships with other carriers in our area uh, that aren't necessarily in our niche. Yes, you know, a van carrier, a reefer carrier. Yeah. Uh, but through you and other partners, uh, I mean, you've opened doors to other carriers that are in our um, business. Yep. And they've been a tremendous resource, too. I mean, Bill is really the reason that um, we bought out our first company. Uh, you know, so Bill said, hey, Mark's going to retire. I think you guys should meet up. And if, you know, I, I could have been anybody or, you know, you could have maybe Trask Trucking, you know, could have, you went to, <laughs> <Probably not laughs> went to um, could only go up from there. But if we, <laughs> there. there you go. If we went to, <laughs> but if we went to had that connection, yep. um, that partnership, it, it changed, yep. it changed our course of business. Yep. And I don't know, I can't say enough about, about relationships. I'm a, I'm a big believer mm-hmm. and, it's it's only in my eyes helped us. Okay. So thank you for that, Bill. Yeah, you bet. There's uh, <laughs> there's there's all kinds of crazy stories. I think in any industry, but trucking it's kind of there's 
Yeah, it's pretty it's old school. Wild West at yeah. times. Yeah, get a lot. Of, I get a lot of questions about like like guns and vehicles, sure, and, and things of that sure. nature. Yeah. yeah, like how the insurance company views that and how do, your, how do they view it? Check your local laws. Okay. That's what I would yeah. say. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that covers my questions. Uh, as a resource, Bill, I'm sure you're willing. To, if anybody has any questions, yeah, shoot um, up. Taylor, can you pop up his uh, contact can, info? Is it? Can we give your is contact cool? information Absol- out? Absolutely. Okay, and um, you know, then yeah. go from there with with uh, any information that they might need. Um, I'm I'm waiting for a joke over there. You got? I'm this trying to smirk. think of something. No, I'm hey, actually hey, really Trask, excited. If I'm if I'm 99 pounds, yes, and I eat a pound of chicken wings. Okay. Does that make me one percent chicken? Technically, yes, <laughs> it does. Yeah, that's from Faith. If I'm a step deck, yeah, and I'm forty inches, and I add one hundred and twenty <laughs> inches to it, does that make me thirteen six? <laughs> so the last podcast, uh, we were we were firing numbers back and forth, and it was pretty quick, and yeah, and I was I was completely wrong, right, and. Trask called me out on it, and then somehow we talked him into believing <laughs> what I was saying was accurate. Should have been a salesman. Um, as a listener, did you give a shout-out to your math teacher? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. You actually did teach me. Yeah. Well, that's worth the T-shirt right I was, there. Wow. Yeah. I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. So... Anyway, uh, sorry I had to bring that up. Well, should we go back to our Packer predictions? Well, we got to do. We got a couple things here. Okay, what do we have? Um, first, we got to lay out how we're going to do the bet this week because I should technically be signing your cast. I depends who depends who, and is. that's why I'm not signing it. I, I conceded here. Um, so, how are we going to lay out the scoring of our Packer predictions? We are going to go on the final score, the difference in the scores. Is that total points? Total points. Difference of total points. And then closest. Yep. Does the, the lowest number of points wins. Yep. Okay. And let's just let's do lunch. Lunch. All right. Fine. Or if you want to sign my cast, that's. No, fine. you're getting it off on Tuesday. Yeah. Lunch. Cool with everyone. Lunch. Bill, you in? Trask, I'm great. Trask That'd be thinks great. Trask thinks he won the first round. Yeah, I, I think I won the first round. And Taylor thinks. And he Taylor. Won. Taylor thinks I won. Actually, too. Taylor thinks Trask won, but yeah. I overruled him. You all tied. Yeah. So we're throwing that one out. Yeah. How 2020 of you, you all tied. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's your trophy. <laughs> okay, so we're laying it out total points. Total points. All right. Bill. And who are we playing? The Bucks. 12s, man. 12 versus 12. Oh, yeah. Geriatric versus geriatric, right? Yeah. All right. I get to go first? If you if want to. If you'd like, you're a guest. Wow. We have manners. It's supposed to be cold. I'm going 35-24. Pack. Pack. For sure. 35-24. Taylor? 30-24 is my prediction. Did you Google that? Did you look at the what the experts are picking right now? No. Could you? I, I, looked, I need help. I oh, looked, you did? Yeah, and it's thir- I'm going 31 pack, 24 <laughs> bucks. Wow. Really? All right. <laughs> you, you should pick something with a 24 in it. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, the Bucks defense looked pretty good last week. You said that about Brady, too. I don't like Brady. Mm. Um, I'm gonna. The Packers are gonna score. They're gonna go 38 to 20. No, 38, 31. Ooh, that's a good pick. I think the Bucks week. What was that? Six this year beat us 38 to 10. 
I think it was thirty. I think it was thirty-eight ten. But we were up like ten to nothing, and then we stopped yeah. trying. Yeah, because we knew yeah, we let them win. Yeah. yeah, we didn't want to give them too much info no. for later in the year. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's that. We got uh, last do... week's yeah, winner. Got that. Um, so you want to hit the question from last the, week? Yeah. Last week's question was: What uh, percentage deadhead do we try to maintain as a company? Uh, the answer was ten percent. And, and the winner, Pete like, Hippis. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Want to tell a little story about Pete or? Just that he... He's an avid subscriber. Avid subscriber. Top fan. Huge fan. <laughs> Greatest fan of all time. <laughs> Loves trucking. Loves trucking. Uh, no, Pete's on the fire department in town with me. Um, known him for a couple of years, and um, thanks for listening. Yeah. So this, this week's, week's question. question. You want to run through it? Sure. Uh, last week, we showed a picture of a uh, pipe load. Um, we talked about it, securing it, and the invisible box. We mentioned how many straps were on that load. Send in the answer to that, how many straps were on the pipe load that we showed on last week's podcast, and um, you'll be entered for a chance to win. Sure. Pete, reach out to us. Um, I'm sure I'll just drop off your, your prize. <laughs> You're in town, but is that the outro, too? I think that's, I think that that's about it, yeah. Bill, you got anything? Any words of wisdom? Uh, I don't. I uh, appreciate uh, the opportunity yeah, to Bill do this. Bill yeah. Johnson Financial Group. Um, Bstolfus at johnsonins.com. There you go. Two L's, two S's. There's more than that. Do you have a Twitter? L's. It's got to be three L's. <laughs> do you have a Twitter? I do not. I do not have Twitter. What about Instagram? I do not have Instagram. No. Etsy? Um, I've bought stuff off Etsy, oh, but no, I don't have it. Trying to get you some more followers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Make sure you guys follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Facebook. Um, did I miss something? YouTube. LinkedIn. Instagram. LinkedIn. Um, share. Subscribe. It helps, guys. We really appreciate it. Have a good week. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming in, Bill. You bet. First guest. It can only go up. Is that what you guys <laughs> keep saying? Up from here. Yeah. It might be the name of this podcast. We could change it from another dimension. It can only go up from here. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the worst part of your day. <laughs> all right, Taylor. Taylor. You got anything to say? Are you sleeping back there? No. I'm just taking it all in. Did you cut it yet? Okay. All right.